Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday, the first day of the latter half of the week. We made it to the latter half. We made it to the latter half. We are over the hump. It feels so good. We're just sliding We're just into Friday. Sliding into Friday. And, and that's really the feeling that you're always looking for, which is why here and now, we need to acknowledge the space that we're in because, you guys, it really doesn't get much better than this. Because you know what I love Wednesday? Because it led me here to this. Great Darius Rucker song. Encourage so, everyone. So beautiful. So we were talking before the show, and I think that based on what you told me, Good Mood Claudia has left the building. Yeah, she's definitely not on the premises, <laughs> but <laughs> she's been escorted off the property. <laughs> Wow, that feels good. You know what? I didn't like her. No, no yeah, she was annoying as fuck. And I'm just like, I'm battling. I don't know what it is like this entire week. Like this little flu, like, like not to be dramatic, like a little cold, you know? Yeah, you can't just like throw the word. I know, I know. I took it back um, the second I said it. Um, just like a little, <clears throat> a little. It's a seasonal change. Like I do tip. Like remember in the fall, we got kind of sick when yeah. we came back from Newport as the seasons were changing not COVID related, like people do get colds. They they happen. I know. I'm like embarrassed to admit that I'm like not feeling 100% because people are like, you get it. Yeah. No. I'm vaccinated. Excuse no, me. You're all so, good. I'm all good. So I'm just like, it's been bothering me like waking up like with a dry throat and mm-hmm. dry nose and then like, you know, justice for Ben because I know I said a few days ago, like I definitely am getting my period. I've just been in like mood swing central and Ben is fully on the receiving end of it and like, honestly, he needs it. <laughs> No, no I've just, just so like my mood today to answer your question, it's very, we'll see how it goes. Like I'm very in the middle. I could be taken to a better place and I could definitely be brought down into the pits of hell. Okay. But I think I have some stories for you that are super neutral, like won't get your gears grinded. Won't get my bragas in a twist. Won't get your bragas in a twist and might even, might even be some good news. I have one story of good news that I'm so excited to share with you because it might be the, my favorite, like. Um, story ever. It's like a, wor- not world news, but like a miscellaneous news mm-hmm. item. And it might be my favorite story ever. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I do have a lot to say about the New Jersey reunion and the premiere of Beverly Hills. So with those types of things, I feel personally invested in a lot of them. And like, I'm really feeling like I'm going to get angry. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good that we have this warning now. Um, 
How was your mood today? My mood is pretty good. I'm filming a what I eat in a day vlog, which is really turning into for me like a day in the life Mm -hmm. while I eat vlog. Um, So that's been like a fun pep in my step this morning. Just like I felt like I wasn't alone because I was vlogging. You're never alone when you're vlogging. 100% (laughs) and you're never alone when you're with Christ. 100%. Speaking of Christ, you know what I listened to this morning? Hmm. The Francesca Battistelli album. Oh, so you treated yourself. There's no excuse for a bad mood. I treated myself. And honestly, the mood I was in before and the mood I'm in now Two to- I'm still in a bad mood, but two totally different moods because Franchetta, Francesca Battistelli like brought me to Christ and back. Oh, okay. So like you're better than you were. Yeah, all because of Francesca. Oh, well, you didn't share that with me. I because forgot. I was listening to our Nashville playlist, which so is just good mood, good vibes. And yeah, my What I Eat in a Day vlog should be up by the end of the week. So head over to patreon.com slash toast where we posted a podcast episode yesterday answering every single one of your questions about our Nashville trip. Who planned it? Itinerary, how, price, like all the details. Like MVP, LVP, how did grandma like me keep up with these crazy kids? Who was the chugiest? Spoiler alert, we refused to answer that. Um, it was actually really fun. Thoughts. It was fun to relive the trip. And if you had like, if our small recap on Monday did not suffice, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast because we're just like getting into every single detail hour by hour, minute by minute of our Nashville trip. Yeah. And if you're looking for some inspo on planning your own girls trip, we gave really specific recommendations for restaurants, activities, companies to use, companies not to use, activities to do, activities not to do. Yeah. The pedal bike. So and like, and takeaways, like things that we would have done differently. Um, if we knew. Yeah. But there weren't that many, but there were some key items. Yes, two specifically. So patreon.com slash the morning toast. What is Patreon, if you're asking? It is a subscription service, $7.99 per month. You get five extra episodes from Jackie and I. Their vlogs, their podcast episodes, they come out five times a month and you get access to our last remaining Facebook group once you become a member as well. So it's a great way to get more content if the free toast every day doesn't do it for you. And it's a great way to just support your favorite gals, support your local thirst monster. Yes, Definitely, we feel supported by the Patreon community. The Patreon community, like deadass, is why I get up every day. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. That's what, that's what motivates me. That's, that's what, what fuels me. inspires, excites me. Patreon excites me. Page, like the, I actually literally got up today. Like, to Patreon. To Patreon. And I was having already such a fun time showing you guys what I eat in a day, why. It's a Pritikin eating plan. And I just want to say, if anyone's been updated, I guess I'll share more of the updates in my blog about like how it's been going. Because I've now, it's now been a month since I've, since I've been doing this. And the changes are happening. Good. So I'm going to share the specifics on this vlog, patreon.com slash morning toast. What was that link again? Patreon.com slash the morning toast. Thank you. I almost forgot. We also shared everywhere that we shop for the trip and just like some good shopping tips and tricks. So also I got a new phone yesterday. I feel like I just feel like a new woman like me and my big like Samsung Galaxy. Like it's huge. It's iPhone 12 Pro Max. My old phone stopped charging. Oh, remember when I was on the plane and I was like, Jackie, none of the chargers are working. Like. It was my phone. It wasn't the plane. Oh, wow. And then when I got home, like, none of the outlets. I reset. I went to my circuit breaker and reset my entire house's electrical box just to find out that my phone was broken, not the outlets. Wow. I used three different chargers. So Apple delivers. I got a phone in two hours. Isn't that crazy? That never happens for me. But you know what? Like, spending as much as I did, like, it should have been one hour. (laughs) For real. Like, they have some nerve to charge what they charge for cell phones these days. I know, but people will pay it. Uh, Hello, I'm the moron who did. Um, And I'm... I don't know, do I like do I look different with my new phone? It's like yeah. so big. I'm just like, hello? New, yeah, new phone energy is Gwyneth? like, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of something, Gwyneth. I'll just talk to you like tomorrow. Oh my God, she's so clingy. <laughs> yeah, no. That was a fake phone call, by the way. <laughs> no, we I know knew. some people like, you know my lifestyle. Like you could have thought that it was real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we do know. <laughs> like, we, you, you we, know, I, I run in a 
fabulous circle of we people. We do know your lifestyle, yeah. which is why we know it was real. <laughs> mean. Mean. I'm feeling attacked. Um, no, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your new phone. I totally understand, like, the change that's overcoming you. Um, and no, I'm and happy for like, you. I was, like, embarrassed to be walking around with an iPhone 11 when, like, I'm supposed to be, like, this digital queen, uh, like, queen connoisseur, entrepreneur, and it's, like, I'm running around with an old iPhone. And then I'd be at, like, dinners with, like, other influential, successful people, and they, they all had because you know my lifestyle. And I <laughs> and they all had iPhone 12s, and I was, like, walking around. It was, like, last season's Prada shoes, you know? Yeah, It's totally. embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. So I'm glad that you got that fixed up, yeah. even though, like, we're definitely between new phone models right now. I know. And Apple's going to announce the latest I know. as soon, especially because the new phone that just came out, like, wasn't any different from the phones that Shit. came before it. So, like, Shit. whatever's coming next is going to be, like, big and bad, like, Tesla season. Sure. Um, but, no, I'm still happy for you. They have to stop. Like, they need to give us more space between phones. And also, of course, you know, my iPhone 11 started to malfunction because the iPhone 12 came out. Like, Mm -hmm. the second Tim Cook got on that stage with his little turtleneck, my iPhone was like, like, stopped working, you know, having to restart all the time. They always pull that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in that phase right now, even though I got this phone in, when I moved, so December. December, I got this phone. They just, like... There's a button. By the way, I have a chain because I'm young and cool. Yeah, I got one, too. I copied Jackie. It's from Shop Jill and Allie. Yes. By the way, um, there must be a button in Apple headquarters. Like the day that they have those quarterly, what are they called? Um, Where they like the live, the live stream where they like show all the new products for the upcoming season. I think it's just like fashion week. No, no, no. No, it's it's called like new fronts. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like Apple live events. No, but it's like a thing where they like, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's usually in September. And he gets on stage and he has like a little, you know, clicker for the. PowerPoint presentation. Let's see. Let's Someone's see. Someone's listening to the podcast, like screaming at us what it's called. Yeah. And now all of a sudden my Wi-Fi stopped working. Apple event. Apple. Hmm. It's like the Apple uh, fiduciary report. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Ex- keynote. Okay. Uh, sure. That didn't like do it for me. But I know. sure. Allegedly. Um, they must have a button in headquarters. It's like once that thing starts, they push the button and all the previous models of all of their products just start to like. My yeah. AirPods haven't worked since the day the new AirPods came out. But I will not. Give in. With a new iPhone, like, iPhones are so important. Like, okay, they're scamming me, and I'm okay with it. With AirPods, like, I spent $150 on a pair of headphones. Like, you're going to last till the day I die. Yeah. And you're going to like it. Yeah, you're going to like it. My <clears throat> my AirPods are always acting up, but I refuse. The battery life lasts, like, 30 minutes now. Yeah, we can't even do a podcast, like, remotely and have the... When the AirPods die, We the have to end over. the episode. Yeah, crazy. It's so annoying. I think it may be going back to, like, headphones. Plugged in? Yeah. Do you know that when you get a new iPhone, which is insanely overpriced they don't give you a charger they just give you the cord they don't give you the block they're and sick they, and they're they sick make, and twisted over there and by the way it's a new block you know it's not like the usb yeah, one anymore no. it's a ucb they're so fucking sick and twisted they're, i can't it's it's actually unethical like i think that the i mean the, there's so much about their practices that are unethical what is the company but the block is not just like the, the tipping point. like the fda no like the bureau FBI. of business no, come on. Better Business Bureau? Thank you. The Better Business Bureau, the triple Bs, need to infiltrate Apple because there are so many unethical business practices coming out of that trillion dollar company. And I think that it should be investigated. And yeah. I'm happy to take on this project. Yeah, no, no, no. Like the investigation would be much wider than just them not giving you a block. Just no, but that's the start of it. Yeah, that's, that's the start yeah, of it. That's like the red flag. Right, that is the one thing that opens up the whole, you know, yeah, McMillions, yes, FBI. It, yes, it's like college admission scandal, the guy in the SEC, I right. have a better story it, for you. It is the, the charging block is the key to like the data encryption or whatever like gr- atrocities they're committing. Yes. There's more. There's more. So I got a new phone. 
So that's your daily investigation. And yeah. I feel like, get to work, you guys. If we're we're going to call the police. By the way, we had a toaster who wrote into Dear Toasters that because her husband works in the FBI, he doesn't have any social media. If you're listening to this episode, can you flag this for your husband? Maybe he can open up an investigation in his specific FBI bureau. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just a thought. Just a thought. Um, it's nice to have listeners in high places. Other than those thoughts, anything else from yesterday that you want to share before we dive into today? No. I'm really excited to recap all the Housewives. Last night was like such a big night for Housewives. Yeah. No, it was really exciting. Of course, I had such a busy day yesterday. I can't think of one thing that I did. No, me neither. Not not one. Not None. One. Not one. Well, we recorded the Patreon. So. Oh, we recorded the Patreon and I was on the treadmill for a while just, you know, doing my thing. And I'm a do my thing. And... Yeah, that's the latest with us. Right, Not well, much. So I think without further ado, do, 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 where are you? He's right, right there. Here. He's right there being perfect. So sweet. So I mean, cute. Everything of the sort. I wish Theo could, like, I could communicate with him. Like, I need him to lay strategically. It's summer. My thighs are showing. I need him to lay in a specific way that covers just, like, the bottom half of my thunderous thighs. <laughs> and he's doing it right now. So I just need him not to move. Okay, perfect. Without further ado, do, 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 where are you? He's right there. Like we just said. Here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Ancestry.com. Have you ever wanted to know more about your family history but thought it would take too long? Ancestry has a feature called Story Scout that can help you dive in fast. Wouldn't you love to know more about your ancestors, what they did, how they lived, their struggles? What, do you want to know what it would feel like to discover family you never even knew existed? So basically, Ancestry is your family history search simplified. A lot of people don't know about their grandparents' lives, but Ancestry is a feature called Story Scout that can connect you to a whole story about an ancestor's life, starting with just a few simple details. So you can learn what your grandpa's life was like in the Depression, where he lived, maybe even the street he lived on. You don't have to be an expert genealogist or even know much about family history to build a family tree quickly on Ancestry. With just a few facts, you can start a tree and add it to a add to it with a hint feature that leads you to your family. You might even connect with other people who share common ancestors with you. That'd be crazy. I feel like me and Gwyneth Paltrow definitely share ancestors. I have to check that out with ancestry, but I feel like there's definitely a way. Yeah. Even if, if, if you've done your family history before, the little leaves called hints on ancestry can lead you to discoveries in minutes. Imagine what it would feel like to click on a hint and find something amazing that quickly. What would you want to find in a 60 second discovery? I don't know that maybe I'm related to like Queen Elizabeth. Um, now you can get stories about your ancestors for free with just a grandparent's name and a place they lived at ancestry.com slash toast. That's A-N-C-E-S-T-R-Y dot com slash toast. Um, check it out. Learn more about your family. It's time. Love it. It is time. It is time. Okay, first story, a little family news. Riverdale's KJ Appa. Is a little family news brought to you by Ancestry.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was going. Slash toast. Riverdale's KJ Appa is expecting a first baby with model Clara Berry. He says that she is pregnant. The Riverdale star revealed on Wednesday that his girlfriend is pregnant, sharing a photo of the 27-year-old model showing off her bare baby bump as the couple lounge on a couch. She also confirmed the pregnancy by sharing several maternity shots on her Instagram, to which Appa replied, she's pregnant, by the way. LOL. I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Happy for him. Hearts are breaking everywhere because, like, you know, should have been us. But... Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm really happy for him. They've been together for a while now. And so, you know, proof is always in the pudding. And I'm, I'm totally here for this couple. And I, and I love, you know, new family news. She's wearing this new Fendi design. Have you seen this? No. That's like, it's like um, hypnotic, like. Oh, like zigzaggy, like zig blurry. Yeah, yeah, like um, futuristic, like, ooh, spooky. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Oh, you haven't. Let me show you because I want to get your thoughts. No, like I've, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it like in the store and I don't know. Oh, no. I've just been seeing it on Instagram and stuff and it gives me a headache. Yeah. Um, I just like, 
like that. Oh, I don't like that. No, 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 no. no, no. Send it no. back. Okay. No, send cool. it back. Cool, cool, cool. Return. Cool. Return to sender. <laughs> okay. um, I'm really happy for him. I mean, I literally did not even know he was in a relationship, and I don't know who this girl is, but like for a couple of people I don't know, I'm pretty happy for him. Yeah, and like just for the kids and the teens, like again, like good, sweet teen news. Okay, so explain, even though like they here, ready, are ready, not teens. Right, right. So Ben Platt playing uh, Dear Evan Hansen is an atrocity. But Keisha App is like fully having a child and he's almost 30 and he's playing a Riverdale high schooler. Yeah, yeah. He's 23 though. Oh. Yeah. She's 27. Oh. Yeah. So, and when he got the role, I'm sure he was at maybe 19 I or take 20. it back. I take it back. I just yeah. assumed he was also like 27-ish. Yeah. He gives me 27 vibes, but he's 23, which is crazy. That's so young. Yeah. So young. But... Okay, yeah. so the point I was just trying to make, redacted. No. Redacted. Return to sender. <laughs> Take it back. Escort it from, Rewind. Escort it from the premises. Literally. <laughs> Get it off the property. It's a trespasser. <laughs> okay. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Exactly. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Fans are losing it over Prince William's buff arms. Prince William received the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine this week and shared a photo of the moment, but more fans seem to be struck by his buff biceps than his receipt of the shot. One person commented, those guns, though. Another said, ladies, focus, please. (laughs) I'm blushing. Someone else said, no wonder the Duchess of Cambridge always looks so happy. LOL. So, yeah, no, this is kind of shocking because, like... Right, well, they obviously released the photo, not for this purpose, to, like, encourage people to get vaccinated um a hundred percent and we were just like sidetracked by this big arm by this arm because like when you think about prince william like you don't really think like oh you this, think this man is in the gym like tearing up swole season not even that i never even thought for one second what his biceps looked like because they were just in my mind so unremarkable like yeah because he just gives off this like dad vibe like yeah you know, and he's like he's got you know, the balding hair learning how to you know be a monarch i don't think he was spending his time in the gym you know and he doesn't really focus no offense, clearly, on, like, physical appearance or else he would have gotten hair plugs, like, years ago. Like, he's a monarch. He takes himself seriously. His job, his commitment to the country, his family. Harry is, like, you know, the young, hot thing. I'm sure Harry gets his hair cut all the time and works out in the gym, like, before he left. You know, obviously now he has a lot of free time, but before, (laughs) I'm saying. Yeah. So I just never even thought to, like, think of what, you know, Prince William looked like without a shirt on. And now that I have this small visual... I am I'm liking what I see. I'm liking what I see, and I think I need to know more. Yeah, I think I need to see the other arm. For starters. <laughs> yeah, for but starters. Isn't it kind of crazy that um, Prince William, like, just got the vaccine? Are yeah. they, like, really delayed in London, or is he just, like, being, a, you know, let the others get it first? Oh, yeah, maybe they don't have it open to, like, his age. They hadn't had it open to his age group yet. No, but maybe. also, I don't like, know. even outside of the pandemic, the royals are permanently social distance like they should be the last people on earth to get it because they don't ever see anyone you know they like live in their castles yeah but no but they <clears> go <throat> and do the tours and you know are always yeah. meeting and greeting so if they want to get back to that yeah i just am wondering like if when did the queen get it <gasps> do you see the queen's dog she, died she got it like in the way beginning oh good okay yeah did you see that the queen's dog no. that she got as a gift for five months ago when uh when the other one di- when the dachshund died yeah and it was like you know like when Oh, I can't fucking speak. Prince Philip was like getting sick and stuff. He just died. Wait, she got a months. dog five months ago. Yes. And the, what kind of dog? You know, one of her dogs. Shundi? Like, one of That's her dogs. Shund? She has um, like those breeds. And so it was like five months old? Yeah. Did they say what, what caused? I only read the headline, but it was devastating. That is really sad. I know. Jeez. And also how? Neglect? An accident? 
health. Health, who knows? You know, it could Very be sad. anything. Honestly, like when I grew up, I want to have the same health care as the dogs of Queen Elizabeth. Like, I mean, do you still? They live, oh, so true. But they, most of them like, live forever. Yeah, no, I feel like Theo <clears> would <throat> be, if he ever like wants to like serve. And protect. A, like he would be a great Queen's dog. No, and this specific I mean, queen. He already is. Thank you. You know my lifestyle. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I think that if Queen Elizabeth, like, really wants a true companion, like, she can get all the dogs she wants, but the dog for her is actually sitting right next to me. It's true. And I respect the queen so much. Like, I actually would, because Theo would have a better life, like, running around he, and also he castles. Was, he was meant to be a royal. So He's like, a direct descendant of Queen Victoria's original cavalier. Yeah. So I think it's only fair that... Queen Elizabeth takes her thumb on Theo's forehead. Yeah, no, that's what would be best for, for everyone involved. But she hasn't asked yet. Yeah, and I'm not just going to, like, roll over there and hope that she says yes. You know, yeah, she's going to yeah. have to come to me. 100%. I'm not desperate. Uh-huh. I mean, I am a little desperate. You know my lifestyle. <laughs> yes, we, we are very familiar. Anyways, that's what's going <clears throat> on under Prince William's sleeve. And it's good to know. The more you know, truly. The more you know. And, and it, it's clear to me from these photos that Prince William is rising and grinding. And that's actually true, and I'm happy to see it. Yeah, and he's staying, he's up in the gym working on his fitness. Kate's his and witness. You know, uh, literally, I was going to say that. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. It's a little good concert news. GCN? GCN. Lollapalooza 2021 lineup is released. It is happening end of July. Megan Thee Stallion, Post Malone, Ooh. Foo Fighters, Miley Cyrus, Baby Journey, and more will be headlining. Ooh. Lollapalooza is returning to Grant Park for its 30th anniversary, July 29th to August 1st. The festival returns at full capacity after a year away due to the still ongoing COVID pandemic. Attendees at this year's festival must be fully vaccinated or provide a negative COVID-19 test obtained within 24 hours of each festival day. Oh, torture. Um, I'm so glad. Like, this is like a true signal because I feel like this festivals, is a f- festivals should and would be the absolute last thing to come back because it's pandemonium, even not in a pandemic. Like, so many people rubbing, sweating, sharing drinks, yeah, sharing no, like, other even, things. Yeah, like, in pre-pandemic, like, there was herpes going around, yeah. you know. So there are already, like, a cesspool of viruses. So I feel like the fact that one of them is starting to come back, it's a really good sign. Um, that lineup actually sounds good. I've never been to Lollapalooza, but I'm always like, we should go. Yeah. We actually should. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. And also like, I'm not crazy about like a festival in a city. I know. That's why I'm, that's like my only kind of like, mm, about it. Yeah. No, but I hear you. I agree. Like we should go to a new place and experience like new things, but I don't know about in a city. I know it's a lot, but happy for all the performers, pop stars, Dua Lipa with the baby. Um, and I just think it's going to be. Really exciting for the people that do end up going, because as much as we say, we're definitely not going. So No, no, we're not going, but I'm really excited for those that do, and I'm excited for, you know, what this might herald. And, like, Lollapalooza has, like, a cult following, you know, like, people who go to, like, Lala is what they call it. Yeah. Um, It's, like, the same way we feel about Stagecoach, so we should be happy for them, and hopefully they'll be happy for us if and when Stagecoach ever decides to return. When it's our time. When, just like the San Francisco 49ers, it is not our time right now. But maybe one day. Maybe one day. Are you ready for our next story? It's about our favorite pipeline, the Colonial. Is it the Colonial Pipeline news that's brought to you by Manscaped? Yes. 
Yes. I've got a pubic service announcement for everyone. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It is now available for purchase in USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are the, one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. You can join the over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. We got our hands on the uh, 4.0 uh, lawnmower. Oh, well, not we. Ben did. And we got our hands on it and then we handed it. And then it. we handed it. Ben has been obsessed with Manscaped ever since they sent us their products like six months ago. And this new trimmer is bigger and better and it's a great gift for the man in your life also it's a gift for yourself too you don't want to be whacking weeds down there so yeah yeah um so how it works is they have ceramic blades and skin safe technology it is too good to be true it it's as if manscaped works worth worked with elon musk's engineers to ensure your testicles are as safe as possible gives you the ability to turn on the 4000k led spotlight you can get it on and off when you need a really precise shave the new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code toast at manscaped.com it also comes with wireless charging it uses electromagnetic induction which can help battery length last longer if you're still filming if you're still trimming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code toast at manscaped.com if you don't want to end up with pubes in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an, an, an that's a no. That's reason enough. Also, Father's Day is <clears throat> coming up, and so that's also a good gift. Oh, yeah, I guess for your husband who's a father. I, also, like for your dad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, but you don't have to get into the details of what it is. Like, it's manscaped. It's yeah. manly. It's for your escaping. Yeah, no, but like, no matter, we could do like the coolest stuff on earth. CMAs, who's coming on the show, blah, blah, blah. The coolest thing I've ever done is brought home manscaped for my husband. No, totally. Literally. Are you ready for our next story about the Colonial Pipeline? Our favorite pipeline. What's going on with the, the drama? So the drama has subsided, but now it's turned out the CEO is letting us know, Joseph Blount, that he paid the ransom to the hackers. <gasps> and he decided pretty much day one that he was going to do that. But I thought you're never supposed to negotiate with terrorists. Apparently, a lot of people with these cyber attacks are just paying it because like... It's not worth the trouble. It's not worth the trouble. But then it's like, okay, so he said... On How much did they want? $4.4 million is what they got. Kind they of should have asked for more. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. The operator of the Colonial Pipeline learned it was in trouble at daybreak on May 7th when an employee found a ransom note from hackers on a control room computer. By that night, the company's chief executive officer came to a difficult conclusion. He had to pay. Joseph Blount, CEO of Colonial Pipeline Co., told the Wall Street Journal that he authorized the ransom payment of $4.4 million because executives were unsure how badly the cyber right. attack had breached its systems and consequently how long it would take to bring the pipeline back. So if he paid it and paid it pretty early like why was there even an issue like why was there an outage for a week well because it had stopped while the uh, while the hack I just have to say like I actually have a lot of like respect for this I know like I think like isn't it like you're not supposed to pay ransom that's what they do on SVU yes like, he said he said I know that's a highly controversial decision yeah. I didn't make it lightly I will admit that I wasn't comfortable seeing money go out the door to people like this but it was the right thing to do for the country right so that's what I'm saying so even though it was probably like a difficult decision and I don't know if it's like the ethical one I do have respect for the fact that like he just didn't want this to go on any longer and displace all these people yeah because if you don't have gas of course, it's like when, when we were talking about it, I'm like, okay, yes, whatever. But then being in Nashville and like being somewhat affected by like the shortage, I was like, 
people depend on this not only to get to and from, it's their work. So I actually think that this was the right decision. I know. It just, you know, sets a bad precedent. Right. And it's like the principle of it. Like you're not supposed to pay the ransom. It's like you don't negotiate with bad people. Mm -hmm. They're the criminals here. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's so much at stake. What do you do? I don't know what I would have done. I don't know. I bet and also I appreciate, I'm sure it paid him to give the, away $4 million. I appreciate the honesty. Oh, by the way, I do too because I was curious. They're like, oh, it's fixed. I'm like, but how? Now we know. Now we know. And that's where the Wall Street Journal article ends if you don't pay for the subscription. <laughs> so if he said anything additional, you can check that out in your subscription. But I think, like, I just want to let you guys know that he paid the ransom and, and he's letting you know. I find these, like, publisher subscriptions to be so annoying. Like... First of all, like, get over it. You know, like, we're living in the digital age. Like, just get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and second of all, I also feel like a lot of times they, like, put the paywall up on, like, really, like, juicy stories that, like, exploit people's, like, trauma almost. And it's, like, you're profiting off of, like, that Business Insider piece. That the was, David Dobrik one? Yes. That was, like, really traumatic for the people that spoke up. Like, was put behind a paywall. I'm like, really? You're profiting off of someone's trauma? It just feels weird. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. I do. I don't know how I feel, but like, I just, do you pay for any? Just like, patreon.com slash morning toast. Of course. And but, um, I subscribe to a Substack, and, but no, no like major. Like Wall Street Journal or Business Insider Prime. No, no, no. Me neither. No, no. Oh, no. Um, but I also yeah. don't read that much news. Yeah. So, no, but also so much news is free. Right. So like, why bother? <laughs> yeah. I for- guess you could say the same thing. There's so many free podcasts. Why would you pay for Patreon? Because it's the most premium content you'll ever see yeah, in your life. No, we're going behind the scenes. And also, behind like, we'll, if you want to see us or, like, do something or answer a specific question, like... Direct access. There's an app. Accessibility. For, there's an app for that. Patreon.com slash Morning Are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is maybe my favorite story I've ever read about heroic campers? Is it the final story? do 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 Okay. A school bus driver in South Carolina is crediting his precious cargo of 18 elementary schoolers for foiling a hijacking with any, without anyone getting hurt. What? A man with a rifle boarded Kenneth Corbin's bus looking for a ride to the next town 20 miles what an away. an animal? An animal. This man hijacked a school bus. with Say a, his name again? Uh, the, the name of the... Um, hijacker? Hijacker was not what I said. I said the oh. name of the bus driver, oh, okay. which was Kenneth right. Corbin. Who's the hero here? Who's okay. the hero? The man boarded Kenneth's bus looking for a ride into the next town 20 miles away, but he only made it six minutes until he gave up in frustration when the kindergartners on board wouldn't stop asking him questions. <laughs> Corbin said the hijacker became so exasperated he pulled over and let everyone off. Oh, my God. Corbin and the kids are being hailed as heroes. So then he took the bus to town? Yeah, I guess he continued driving. So he, he boarded the bus, and there was, I guess, a <laughs> scattering of kids. And he made all the kids come up to the front so he could, like, keep an eye on them right. while he was hijacking. And they started asking him questions. They asked him, why are you doing this? He didn't have an answer for that. They asked, was he going to hurt them? He said no. They asked, are you going to hurt our bus driver? <laughs> he said <laughs> No, I'm going to put you off the bus. He sensed more questions coming, and I guess something clicked in his mind, and he said, enough is enough already. Okay. And told me to stop the bus and just get off. Can I just say, this is such a funny story, but we're getting lost about, I can't think of anything more fucked up than boarding an elementary school kid's bus, hijacking it with a gun. No, it's like such and a like, terrible story. And like, thank God it story. turned into this, like, a, like, like funny, sweet. but, oh my God, like, Horrifying. you send your kids to school, 
on a bus and you think it's like the safest place in the world, aside from those back of the bus bullies, and somebody gets on with a gun? Yeah. Like, we're skating past that. No, 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 I but know. But it's so, that's like the most horrific thing I've ever heard. No, I know. But then it's good news because the power Campers of the, campers the day. and their inquisitive nature saved the day. Can you imagine how scared that driver was, like, with all those kids on the bus? Horrifying. But kids are so innocent. They're like, where do we go when we die? And you know what's the moral of the story? Never stop asking why. 100%. And there's no such thing as a stupid question. Because a stupid <laughs> question could save your life. Could save your life. That's so true. Never stop asking why. Yeah. So that one goes out to the campers. Oh, my God. I like don't know whether to like laugh or cry no. at that story. It's so horrible. It's so horrible. But it's good news. It's good news because the campers are okay. But like the fact that the campers' wellness ever was in, ever in question. We're ever in danger. It's very upsetting. Very upsetting. We need to protect the campers. I agree. And the, but the campers what are, an animal. are protecting themselves. That's the thing. Campers, they have the shield. They always protect themselves. Yeah. Let's dive into our TV recap segment because those were the Fast Five stories and I feel as though you needed to know them. I do feel as though you needed to know them. Um, We had the Jersey Reunion Part 1 and the Beverly Hills premiere. Which do you want to start with? I'll go in order. Sequential Beverly Hills. All right. Our Beverly Hills recap is brought to you very appropriately by one of our most fabulous sponsors, BlueNile.com. The most fabulous jewelry. I wore the earrings on the toast yesterday. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a -a once-in-a-lifetime piece all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. So if you have a birthday, uh, anniversary, uh, something coming up where you need to get a gift for the woman in your life, whether they got a promotion, they're celebrating an anniversary, um, check out BlueNile.com. It is honestly some of the most stunning jewelry. Whether you're making, <clears throat> whether you're marking a milestone or simply celebrating in general, BlueNile.com offers fine jewelry, perfect for every occasion, and their spring jewelry trends are in full bloom. You can easily navigate BlueNile.com. They have thousands of gemstone options at every price point from textured gold to multicolor gemstones and classic pearls. You can shop this season's stunning trends on BlueNile.com. You never have to settle because you can choose from more than 100,000 ethically sourced GIA-graded diamonds in every shape and size with an endless selection of settings to help you design the ring, earrings, or pendant of your dreams. They have over 165,000 ratings and counting with over 90% four stars or higher. Um, So they're... The quality of Blue Nile is really everything. It's super high quality. There's really reasonable pricing, and you can get anything you want no matter what your budget is. I have these gorgeous, like, multicolored gemstone little gold hoops, and I love them. Mm-hmm. And they have great customer service. Um, you can get expert advice 24-7, and they have 30-day returns. So when you commit to a piece, so does Blue Nile. They have guaranteed service and repair for life, which is unheard of. Make the moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Morning Toast listeners can get $50 off their purchase of over $500. This podcast exclusive is only good for the Morning Toast listeners. So use the code TOAST, that's T-O-A-S-T, at BlueNile.com and you can shop stress-free free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. BlueNile.com, code TOAST. Blue Nile is truly our most fabulous sponsor. Perfect for the Beverly Hills premiere. The most fabulous franchise. And last night, they did not disappoint. No, they did not. There was like this eeriness just kind of listening to everything Erica Jane said. Uh-huh. Because, of course, I'm now listening to it. Through the lens. Through the lens of it all goes downhill from here. Mm-hmm. And I did tune in to Watch Rappin's Live after with all the ladies. And Andy announced that Erica, Joy, Erica Jane would not be joining and that she's not doing any press. And I immediately turned it off. Like, I'm not really interested in here, Lisa Rinna, pretending like she disapproves of Harry, uh, of Amelia and Scott Disick dating. Like, I know, I know it's I, the best thing that ever happened to her. I overheard you listening to that clip and, like, the response was just, like, there was She's none. like, oh! <laughs> 
He's like, you think it is what it is. And then Andy was like, have you spoken to Chris Jenner about it? And of course, like Chris Jenner is like Lisa Renna who? Um, no, they're actually friends. No, Kyle is friends. And I think that they just did that Skims campaign like as housewives because they haven't even spoken about it. And Kyle like made this little smirk um, when she was asked that question because Lisa Renna was like, no. If they were friends, they would have spoken about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought they were closer than they are. I thought they were too. And then when she said no, I'm like, oh, this is definitely like a fake friendship. Kyle and Chris Jenner are actual friends. Yes. Lisa Renna doesn't go to the Christmas holiday party. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I don't know why I just, like, assumed they were friends. Yeah, no, me too. Um, so there's a lot to unpack. Of course, we have two new housewives. And I have to admit, Crystal was not what I thought she was going to be. She was, like, very bitchy, and I was, like, 100% here for it. Yeah. She reminded me of Sutton last season, like, coming in and just, like, judging everyone. Sutton was judging everyone's fashion, and Crystal was just judging everyone on whether or not she's ever heard of them. Yeah, no, it was so interesting, but she was also judging their fashion, and she made some fair points. And, I like, agree. maybe it was because everyone was just in Dorit's backyard that they looked extra ridiculous. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'm always here for the glam, but I was just like, they're a little ridiculous. And I felt that way. And I texted you. I was like, so and so is a little too old for that dress. And then literally, Crystal said the same thing. And I yeah. was like, I feel seen. They looked a little stupid. Like, even Dorit, who I think couldn't look bad in a paper bag. I was like, what are you doing? Like, it just felt a little stupid. And I liked that Kathy Hilton was like dressed up. But then she was like, this is insane. When she walked in, everyone was like fully in their prom dresses. Yeah. yeah no, it was a little stupid. And <laughs> but so, Sutton looked amazing. I loved that dress. Loved. Every, no, everybody really looked amazing. But together in the backyard, they just looked stupid. Yeah. And it wasn't like Dorit's new house is like nice, but it's not like, you know. It's just a weird premise for like, it was a nice idea, I understand, but, like, in practice, it was just, like, weird. Like, what a waste of that Versace outfit, I Rina. agree. I agree. Um, so, one of the most shocking things that I found from the episode is that Sutton is renting Kyle's old house. And, of course, I she's only... I had seen a headline about it, so it didn't shock Oh, me. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And, of and course... And the headline said that it has brought them closer. Oh, good. But I'm sure, like, they have to get <clears> along. Sutton, like, when they first said she was renting, I'm like, oh, my God, what? She's, like, renting permanently? But, while, of course, while she renovates her $6 million house. So right. that was a huge sigh of relief because I was like, nobody on Beverly Hills rents. Yeah, and she's the real deal. Except Dorit and PK were renting that house before. And they were, but they now they it. own their house, and I love their house. I do, too. It's not, the like, the nicest one, but it's the most... No, no, it's not the nicest one, period. I finished my sentence. Oh, I, I really like their house. I love everyone's house. I it love Garcelle's house. It reminds me of all the houses on Vanderpump Rules once they like grow up a little bit. You know, like they add an extension. Oh, I guess so. It's I, just I very hear, basic. I hear what you're saying. It's, it's also stunning. very like this moment. And it's so crazy how quickly home trends change. And like, mm -hmm. I don't think this feel this way about Modern Farmhouse, which is like what Dorit and PK have. But like these homes that are so modern in 10 years are going to look so, so weird. Dated. And it's just, it's, I would never go so hard on one trend. But I don't feel that way about Dorit's house. I love Dorit's house. Crystal's house, I'm obsessed with. Like talk about land. Mm -hmm. Like just stunning. I actually really liked Crystal. I wish they actually said how many years were between her and her husband because they were like making us do math. He moved to LA, LA in 1980. Is yeah. that what he said? So that was 40 years ago, and he must have been at least 20. Yeah. So he's 60, and she's in her 30s, right? He didn't look 60. He's maybe, no, he's maybe, handsome. I would say he's between 55 and 60, and yeah. she's in her 30s. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, if they hadn't mentioned it, I wouldn't have realized that there was such Me an neither. age They difference. look like similar ages. Yeah. But I love that he's a Lion King man. Like, he obviously no, is. They're extremely legitimate. Oh, for sure. Like, that... Pixar money is so real. No, it's just like really a weird dynamic that it's like now she's coming in and Kathy's coming in and they're so legitimate and they're like, you know, frowning on these people who like we've come to revere. So you know what I was actually thinking? I think Beverly Hills is getting too big for a lot of the women. And I think like Lisa Rinna is like more irrelevant than ever. Well, I felt like they were trying to push like Dorit 
out the door and maybe even a little like Erica Jane too because they're coming in and these are like serious women and it's yeah. like oh you know you're 100% right like they've really upped the ante Kathy Hilton and Crystal and when Crystal was like if you don't know someone it's like you're not worth knowing I think that actually is the case for the industry that her and her husband operate in which is film like they're very Hollywood whereas a lot of these other women are really famous but not in the movie like you know they probably go to the Oscars every year and I think none of the other women do so I do think like you're right we've been elevated to another level we're actually like losing some of our favorites like Honestly, like having that barbecue at uh, Dorit's house after just seeing like Crystal's like, you know, effortless, you know, Spanish style ranch. Yeah. It was just like different. Yeah. It just like shined a light on like some things that we weren't seeing. Like just, I don't know. I think Kyle is like very much in the center of this social group now with her sister. And I do think that um, Kyle's nose looks amazing yeah I think this is the best Kyle has looked ever ever say that every season she like really is aging backwards and I hate when people say that but she really is yeah I didn't notice a big difference but I'm not good at picking up on like in her confessionals I noticed oh interesting I never realized when like someone's had work done I love Garcelle so much for just like not putting up with Lisa Rinna's bullshit like I love how Lisa Rinna's now so apologetic of all the things say it to Denise she's just like so in the moment and she and she's so fake that she thinks having that conversation with Garcelle frees her of all of it and we're ready to move on and I love Garcelle for being like no we had a talk but like I still don't trust her it's step one yeah no and when Garcelle was like how are you going to come like berate someone who's admitting that what they did was wrong it's like just like a weird I mean it's pretty fucking genius like the way that she goes so hard and then she just like apologizes profusely doesn't only when Denise is gone only when the the work is done yeah no and it's like every season it's a new Rinna she's becoming Ramona like last season it was like she had that breakdown in Rome and she was like I want to be a better friend to you Denise and then literally annihilated her uh, in her living room and then on the reunion. So I don't trust Lisa Rinna at all. And yeah. I just really feel like she thought like for so long, she like hitched her image on the show to Erica Jane. And now Erica Jane is like worried about her own shit. And I feel like Lisa is like, like honestly irrelevant. Oh, interesting. I just feel like she'll always do whatever it takes to yeah. stay on this show, you know? So I guess it would never be boring when she's around, but I understand why Garcelle is like, that's not a friend. That's not someone I would ever trust because she would admit it herself that like, if push comes to shove, she might have to, she might have to turn. No, and she, look what she did to her friend Denise of 20 years. Yeah. I don't know how anyone could actually be true, honest friends with Lisa Rinna, knowing what Lisa Rinna did to Denise. And even if you don't agree with Denise, Lisa Rinna asked Andy to bring Denise on the show and then literally after one season turned her back on her so completely and I just don't know how anyone would actually want to be friends with Lisa Rinna in real life. A to Rinna. A to Rinna. So it was a good episode. I'm just ready for like all of the Erica stuff because it seems like awkward. Yeah because it's like she's alluding to some of it. I felt like the way that she was at the barbecue the red carpet barbecue was more honest than she's ever been saying she woke up every morning with dread and like didn't even want to wake up like some days because the quiet was just too overwhelming and so that's I think the most you know she's ever shared yeah and then she said something so apt you know everybody you never know what goes on in people's lives and the bigger the life you have the The bigger bigger the the problems problems. and I was like oh shit yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how all that but then she also said spending time with Tom at the breakfast table every morning you know was delightful so I don't know if my heart is ready to really watch the de-unification of Erica's marriage because I was always rooting for them yeah me too do you know what month this was filmed in like no what month we're in yeah no I couldn't figure it out either 
but I didn't try very hard. Me neither. It was all in all just like a great episode. There's even the worst episode of Beverly Hills is fabulous glitz glam just like fashion. The outfits, Erica and Dorit in the McLaren, just like riding down, like you know, uh, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Lewis and Clark. Exploring. No, not Lewis and Clark. No, I know. Bonnie Thelma and Claude. Thelma and Louise. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just Lewis and Clark. That's was, like American history. Right? Yeah. No, they oh. they explored the West. I thought maybe you know because they were exploring California. No, no, no. I meant Bonnie. No. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just eye candy, as yeah. it always is. And now we have some new um, people in, and I, I feel really strongly about them. I do. I texted you last night. Kathy Hilton is Candace Bergen, in case you were wondering who she reminded you of. I yeah. just placed that one for you. Um, and I am really have a positive outlook. Me too. Nothing bad to say. Like, it was a really a great kickoff to the season. And... I just am so glad my ladies are back. Yeah, me too. Um, and then New Jersey part one reunion really got my gears grinded. Like the group is so divided and I feel so frustrated with the right side of the couch, Teresa, Dolores and Jennifer, because Jennifer's so insane. Dolores is so grounded in so many ways. And I really feel like she just has a really good sense of right and wrong. And she refuses to exude that sense of right and wrong on her friends and it's so frustrating and Teresa is literally the world's biggest fucking hypocrite and I need next season in order for like Melissa I think to really evolve on the show because she's getting like a little stale she really needs to and I know it's like family but like she needs to put Teresa in her place Teresa is the worst fucking sister on the planet I don't know how anyone is friends with Teresa let alone related to her and forced to defend her when she's literally never come to her anyone else's defense in their entire life and she's siding with Jennifer yeah commenting on Jennifer's pictures. There's been all this Instagram drama, Melissa versus Jennifer, and Teresa's commenting on Jennifer's picture. How does Melissa not fucking go crazy? I don't know. I mean, she's just like tethered to like this sense of, of family, which I totally understand. But it's one way. Yeah, it's one way. It's a double standard. It always, always has been. It's infuriating. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, imagine how Melissa feels. And But like for Melissa, like Joe is, is priority. So like right. even though she wants to go in, like, she wouldn't put her brother, her husband in that situation. Let's talk about the plumber slander. Let's talk about it. It was so vile. And I feel like really showed Teresa's character. Mm -hmm. And first of all, let's just get the facts straight. Joe Benigno is not a plumber. And even if he was, why is that a derogatory thing? Plumbers make a lot of money. I don't know. Like the Margaret slander last night. Was like killing I, me. I wasn't expecting. And I was just, I was not here for any of it. And like these, I would say Jennifer and Teresa just like, I don't, I don't even know what's what, but they found a way to like put Margaret in this corner when it's like Margaret is such a good person. She's such a good friend. Like, how is she finding herself with her back against the wall? And honestly, Jennifer's saying that not only did Margaret start the rumor about Evan, but Margaret also said to Jennifer in like George that Joe Gorga doesn't pay anyone. Like, I just don't believe that. I Maybe I'm like a Margaret apologist, but I just don't. I don't believe that Margaret would ev ever confide anything in Jennifer Aiden period, especially about Melissa's husband. Right, 100%. And like Margaret said, if she had said that, Jennifer 100% would have brought that up on the show. Oh, of they course. They were fighting so hard all season. Why wouldn't she throw that in? And I do kind of agree. I don't, the thing is with, what's so frustrating is like, I don't, I think that like what's going on in Jennifer's world with her mom is really Jennifer's business and no one else should comment on it. But Jennifer's the queen of literally involving herself in everyone else's business. So I actually agree with Melissa and Jackie like for how they spoke on what's going on between Jennifer and her mother, even though I do feel like it's nobody's business. But like that's yeah, but what Jennifer she, brings she on herself. She made it everybody's business. And Jennifer brings that on herself. She talks about everyone's everything. Look how she talks about Margaret's marriage. And Margaret's marriage is not even a storyline. Right. And Margaret's marriage, like when she gave that speech at the finale party, like 
That's all I ever needed to hear. I Margaret's have, I marriage have literally is solid. No concern. It's so solid. And that's so it's not even a storyline and Jennifer's picking at it. So honestly, whatever Jennifer makes a storyline is fair game for the other it's women to right talk about. Picking. And I agree. She did throw her mother under the bus. Yeah. And I would understand why her mother is upset. Of course, putting her marital troubles on national television. Yeah. So I and the fact that Teresa can't even see that when when right, Melissa was when like, Melissa said, would you ever mm-hmm. talk to your mother how Jennifer talks to her mother? Or would you ever even bring up your mom's marriage uh-huh. on TV? And Teresa's so hypocritical. She can't even see how like blatantly contradictory she is. Because yeah. Teresa would never ever disrespect her parents. Right. Ever. Right. So it's just so frustrating to watch. And I just, Dolores didn't say anything the whole reunion because her friends are indefensible. Yeah. And Dolores is such like a, I love Dolores. She's honestly one of my top two favorites on the show. But her friendship and loyalty to Teresa and Jennifer is so annoying. But you know what? I actually, I'm going to take the other, I respect Dolores staying out of it because like her friendship with Teresa goes back from before the show. It's like, you know, we just said that Rinna turned on Denise after 20 years of friendship just for TV and like, I don't think that she needs to go after Teresa Teresa. and call her out. I think it's enough that she doesn't back her up. What about Jennifer? Jennifer, I, I I don't feel like Dolores, I'm not waiting for Dolores to chime in. Okay. That's actually a fair point. You know, I don't think everyone needs to have an opinion on everything. No, that's true. But in this group, they like do. Yeah. But that's why we love and respect Dolores because she knows when it's, when to pop out. Yeah. And so honestly, for the most part, I'm on the couch, the left-sided couch's side, but with this whole Joe Gorga and Dolores stuff, like Joe Gorga is so wrong. 100%. And honestly, like Melissa getting so mad at everyone, like getting involved, talking about chauvinists. When Melissa was the one running around the party, taking a poll about Dolores' relationship, like, sorry, that's exactly what you get. No, like the whole thing was so messy. No one's 100% right in the situation. Um, I think everybody knows that Joe was wrong to, for, the whole Dolores conversation was wrong, period, on Melissa, Joe, and everybody in the polls side. Agreed, yeah. Um, but this conversation about Joe and Melissa, I feel like they are being like really painfully honest. Yeah. So it's like Jennifer's argument doesn't hold anymore that Melissa doesn't have storylines and that she makes shit up for the show because like when that Andy was, asked that was as real as anything I ever saw. Andy asked like what do you say to people who say this is like fake for a storyline? Melissa was like I wish. Yeah. I don't know how Melissa lives with Joe Gorga sometimes. He's like so self-righteous. Yeah. But just And there's her. no like neither of them are willing to bend on this. No and he honestly like is acting a little bit like Teresa. Like just not listening. Yeah. It was a good uh, opener. It was. I can't wait for the husband. It was just like frustrating for those of us who Who love and stand Margaret. Yeah, because I Who by the way looked and she really described exactly why she looks so good. Because her boobs first of all look amazing and then she was like, and my facelift like finally settled in. Like it does take time. She and by the way, I saw her for dinner a day after the reunion and I was like, Oh my god, she looks amazing and she had the same haircut and she looks incredible on the reunion. Like the best transformation of all. I agree. I think everybody, we all. No, I yeah. really agree. I really think that all six women looked wonderful. On Jackie's the makeup is a little red. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of blush. Yeah, n- yeah, I feel that. But general, like some, the reunions recently have just been a mess. Turned. And so I think that they all look really great. Me too. I think it was two really good episodes of Housewives and I'm very pleased tonight we have New York. Wah, wah. Wait, Yeah. No, we already had New York. Tell me no, Kardashians. Kardashians. Oh my God, I have so much catching up to do. Me too, but we will so recap that. I have so much keeping up to do. Tomorrow. And other than that, Friday's almost here. So just get excited, get ready, acknowledge the space that you're in. One more day of alarm living, then we have two alarm free days in case you don't know how this, <laughs> the week works. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast and we're podcasting. We found us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IRA, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Goodbye, goodbye. 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 Goodbye